Then a hip hop giveaway, Made in America DVDs. Get yours, we only got four. So go to denonhiphop.com for details. You ain't gonna get nothing here. Denonhiphop.com, go to the website so you can get one of these. So on August 28th, uh, Shabazz Palace is playing Atlanta. And um, in conjunction with Speakeasy Promotions, we have some tickets to give away. So uh, make sure if you're in the Atlanta area and you're interested in seeing Shabazz Palaces live, go to deadandhiphop.com for details. You'll see a tab. Go to the website, look for the tab, click it, enter, and that's it. Shabazz Palaces, August 28th. Where at? Man, go to the fucking website for details, <laughs> Click the fucking tab, B. No, tab, B. Shit, you on your motherfucking phone? Do your Googles. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now. Dead in Hip Hop album review, Cormega and Large Professor, Mega Philosophy. I've known about Cormega for a minute. Uh, you know, because my favorite album is It Was Written from Nas, and obviously he was on that joint. But I never really checked out a whole project, so I'm not familiar with Cormega's work in terms of a full-length project. So this is the first time I've listened to Cormega album. And I definitely have to say, off of, off of first impressions, I haven't heard a grown man album as good as this one since um, Fonte's Charity Starts at Home. And it's very short. It's only 11 tracks. It's only 30 minutes long, like 32 minutes, so it's not like you have to sit with it. He's not necessarily going over your head with anything, but to sum up the album in one word, it's truth. Like, I felt like, you know, there was no facade to it. He was just speaking his own truth. He was speaking truth about hip-hop, the state of hip-hop, and from a grown man's perspective, like, you didn't, you didn't get um, anything like, you know, it, it, it wasn't trendy, but it didn't feel old. But it, it just felt like this is the balance that I'm talking about in hip-hop. Now, are the young cats going to listen to this? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. Always going in on the young cats, man. Be because, man, like, they don't. But you've been on their ass for a minute. I, I, I am. I, I do because I'm just saying. The, 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 do the young cat? Do you know how many young cats you know go check out for KRS and Cormega and all of that? Young cats, I mean, like you know, like 22 and younger. They not they not checking for Cormega like that. At least not 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 the 22 year olds that I know. They 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 not checking for them. So that so that's what I'm saying is like this this will come out just like um Talib Kweli. They're not going out. Oh, I need to listen to this Talib album. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I always put it on in the video because I know our, part of our demographic is like that. And I think that, you know, this is good hip hop for them to listen to. I'm not saying that you're gonna love it. I don't think that you would hate it, but shit, I might be wrong. You might hate the shit. So let me get a little bit to the album. I was surprised um, looking at some of the the features that he had on here. I, I didn't know how AZ, Redman, and Styles was all gonna sound on one song like that. You know, Redman, he was a little underwhelming to me. I, I, I wasn't feeling Red Man's verse like that. You, you can say whatever you want, Mike. No, I'm okay. not gonna be like him. <laughs> Again, I, 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 I like this album. Um, like upon first listen, I, I, I was like really high up on it, and after I, I let it settle in and listen to it a couple times, then I'm like, okay, ooh, okay, it's not as, it's not up here. It, it, it has its place, and and it's a good album. You know, again, it's only 30 minutes long. Like it's. It's a short listen, and he talks about a lot of truthful stuff. It's a grown man album. I, I like this album, man. I, I think it's a it's, it's a really important album um, that that we needed uh, in 2014, considering you know uh, the type of content that we have out there that's prevalent in mainstream hip hop. 
Um, so I think that what what Cormega managed to do was he he came in and he basically just you know just laid everything out on the line and just really just basically you know just industry you know just really called everything out just industry he was like you know um shit when you, you're not selling anymore your ass is out of here you know how people you know earning all this money off the beef and you know how a lot of money is earned off of the grief in in the culture of hip-hop man so you know because you're making money off that beef you know what i'm saying everybody living off that grief you know what i'm saying i'm trying to eat that beef and stay off the coral reef you know what i'm saying get over here get over here spitting them bars <laughs> You know, this, this album should be inspirational for a lot of people, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I thought back when I was listening to like the first, you know, the first track, and then of course, you know, industry, and it went on and on. Um, you know, I thought about the preferred type of content that we had, the conversation that we had about that, and and this is exactly what I was alluding to in that conversation. This is the type of stuff that I, I like to listen to growing up, listening to Chuck D, Public Enemy, you know, Ice Cube, like listening to content or hip-hop that has some meaning behind it. And that's what Cormega did with this album. Like everybody's, he went totally left field when everybody else is like over here trying to do everything that's similar. Cormega came in and he just really put out like something that's poignant and powerful, man, that I think we needed. Like that balance that you were talking about, like we needed that that balance in the hip-hop that we're not really receiving um, today. But yeah, I, I thought it was a great album. Like you said, it's very short. You know, it's, it's very short. It's to the point, and um, you know, it's, it, and and that I can appreciate. I think Divine Unity is one of the albums that one of the songs that I like. Um, the drums on that album, which is the the drum program on there, was was, on, track, was on point. Yeah, okay. that shit was tight, man. Um, Rap Basquiat, that was another one that was good. I thought I I like Black Rob on Home. Yeah, um, it was good to to hear him. I really appreciated and enjoyed what Cormega put together. I think when I was listening to it, um, I think something that's a little bit more close in line with with what Cormega and and Lark Professor put together is like it's almost like um, kind of like a, a, a Gil Scott Heron and, and Brian Jackson, where Gil Scott, you know, did all the writing and and all the poetry and stuff like that, and Brian Jackson did a lot of the music and the uh, music for him, and you know, they came together and and they created and put together these albums, and that's kind of kind of the feeling that I got behind this album, is that you know, Cormega's just basically, you know, just uh just made, you know calling stuff out, man, and and speaking a lot of truth to power. So, um, salute to him, man, for putting out a really good album. When I first started listening to this album. I thought but a new day begins, Mars, Industry, I thought there were some good tracks. I don't know, it just seemed like this was a boring album almost. Um I mean I like the content and what he was talking about, but I mean look what skill he's on. I mean he's not like he's like not like it's a major label artist speaking some shit. Now if it was like someone on a major label speaking some shit like that, I'd be like, okay, that'd be shocking. But I mean for someone like Cormega to speak that, it's not like we don't really kinda know it already. It's glad that he because he knows the ins and outs of the industry, so it's like Okay, you just preaching to the choir. Yeah, and it, and it seemed a little too preachy, I thought. Like, just rap, dude, or something. I, I don't know. It just. He was rapping, B. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, like I said, I, I like the fact that he was, you know, what he was talking about and the way he wanted to speak to the people and let everybody know how the industry is. Because, I mean, you know, Quest said it, Q Tip said it before, so it's not like we already don't know about it. I don't know. It just seemed like. <clears throat> And then what? The only track I really liked on here, the Red Man joint. Now, yeah, the Red Man, Red Man verse was was nice, dude. I can't believe you didn't like a Red Man verse. Was, I, like if I had to put them in order, Red Man would be last. That's all I'm saying. So oh, it was I'll up to Red Man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but um, same, right? But yeah, like I said, the first the first three tracks was like okay. Then it got to more. I mean, the hooks on here was kind of awful. Like the joint, the joint with Black Rob. Black, I thought Black Rob verse was very underwhelming. It was like I was like, don't ever wake a bear or something when he sleep because the first thing he gonna do is eat. I'm like, what the hell? That that wasn't dope. The singing on here was bad. So. That's nothing that kind of threw off through me. No, I don't know. I only two chicks, and they were they, on on Rise. That song on Rise, and and Home. And no, more. Rise and More. Yeah, were the two chicks. Well, it was a chick saying Home, Home. home. <laughs> that, was, that was bad. I mean, I do like Valuable Lessons that though, because then. Oh God, please get yeah, right. <laughs> but I do, I do like Valuable Lessons <laughs> because that he kind of like I guess kind of. Took the curtain back and kind of went into his personal life a little bit. So that's the track I do like. But I don't know. It just seemed like it was kind of boring for the most part. I mean, it's, it it just didn't really. I didn't. I didn't really have that much desire. To I mean, of course, at times I listen to it just to, to review it. But like, I didn't really have no urge to go back. I'd rather go listen to the realness and the testament. The testament. And yeah, I'd rather listen to those albums. Even though it's good to finally, you know, when Cormega used to talk about him living the street life and. You know, promoting how he, how he used to be as a younger guy. Now it, it's 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 good to see an artist like that that's really grown up and kind of like, look, this is the way. This is how I don't want to go this far. This wrong mistake in the music industry or even in your personal life. So I can appreciate that about this album, but I don't really have no desire to really listen to this again. I mean, you know, and then I don't know. I mean, as much as I love the great large professor, I thought some of the beats was was a little underwhelming on here too. Like a lot of the beats on here didn't really grab me that much. I was just like. Damn, Lars Pro. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love Lars Professor. Don't, I don't want people to be like, oh man, you shitting on him. No, it's just this particular album, I was just like, eh. This album shocked me. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've liked all of his stuff, but I haven't really been blown away by Cormega. I've always thought Cormega was a, was, a, was a nice MC, but this album, I feel like, is one of his best. Like, lyrically, I think this is one of the most on-point projects this year. He he really rapped his ass off, and the best thing about it is he sounded perfect over these beats. Like I feel like this was a really really good match. Like to me, this was like a Madlib and Freddie Gibbs type match. Like he sounded great over these beats, and unlike B, I thought these beats were dope. I think that what may have turned some people off is they expected these to be more boom bap beats. They expected them to be more trunk rattle beats, and that's what I thought was so interesting about them is that Large Pro didn't go that route because he could have easily given him some old school boom bap beats for Cormega to spit over. He didn't do that. He gave him some more uh, reserved type beats, but they were all just really well layered, in my opinion. And I think I think Cormega sounded great over him because that is not the type of production that I would expect Cormega to go over, which is why I brought up the uh, Mad Lib Freddie Gibbs match. And I think this match worked perfect. The intro track was was incredible. New Day Begins. Like the second it started, I was like, oh, okay. Like this, it reminded me of that first track on the Nigger album, not this Nigger album. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, this is actually really dope. And then when it got to Mars, I thought it was a really interesting choice to throw a posse cut so early in the album. I, I, I thought that was kind of weird because I mean, if it's your album, you kind of want to save that. but. I thought that track was great, and reiterating, I think Redman killed his verse. Mm -hmm. Industry, I like everything he said mm -hmm. on this track, and as far as it being preachy, yes, it is preachy, but how many albums nowadays are preachy? Like, he could have easily just gone another route and just talked about some old random bullshit that nobody cares about, but the thing about it is, 
and this is not shitting on B at all, but I'm saying like, every time we call an album like this preachy as sort of like a detriment to the, 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 the amount that we like the album, it makes people not want to talk about this stuff. Like when you keep saying, well, this is preachy, this is preachy, this is preachy, but you're saying it in a negative light, dudes don't want to rap about this shit no more. I think more dudes need to talk about this shit because obviously nothing's changing so people aren't listening. But if more people talk about it and more people say, hey, this is the shit that's going on, then maybe it'll catch more ears. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it was interesting that on just about every track he was covering a different issue that, that happens in either the black community or the hip hop community. And I think he did it really well. Like, who who is really rapping like this about, you know, the lack of unity in black communities? Like, who's doing that? Like, who's who's actually, who's a grown man rapper that's able to tell kids to pull their pants up and not sound like a cornball? Like, line. come on, dude, he says, if you spell sagging backwards, it spells niggas. Like, come on, like, that's not just some old basic KRS from 1985 line. Like, that's a dope line. And I didn't even, when I heard it, I was like, write this shit. Oh, it sure the fuck does. And I, I've never heard anyone say that before. But he brought, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's really deep or anything. I but know, I know, it's just, it's just a dope line that nobody else I've heard say. But Rap Basquiat, again, Great beat and his flow was untouchable on that track. Uh, Rise, I thought that it was cool as shit that he was talking about on the first verse, how he's talking about the hood and how everyone is always glorifying the hood. I'm from the hood, nigga, I'm from the hood. But they don't really talk about like the bad parts of being from the hood. People getting shot, mama's crying, drug deals, but they just, I'm from the hood, I'm from the hood. They make it seem like it's this great thing, you know? Or they talk about, you know, oh, he got some money, he moved out the hood, like that's a bad idea. What dumbass gets fucking money and stays in the fucking hood? Yes, dumbass. You gotta be fucking stupid to do that. Get the fuck out of there. Right! Right! And speaking of Rob, let's move on to home. Black Rob. He wasn't whack or nothing, but I didn't even like that whole song. I, that whole song could have been removed from the album. I didn't care for the beat. I didn't care for... Cormega's verses weren't that great. I didn't care for Black Rob's verse like that. I was not expecting a 2014 core mega album to be this fresh. So, I say keep fucking preaching. Keep preaching all fucking day. As long as you're as long as you're preaching well and as long as you're saying some shit that's real, you know, keep keep doing it. Like he's my nowadays my way of, of keeping it real is making right decisions. Like he's just he sounds like a grown man, but he doesn't sound corny. Like I would I would give this album to somebody before I would give the Talib Kweli album to somebody because I feel like he's saying it I, I know it's gonna sound bad, but I, I think he's saying this stuff better than Talib Kweli said on this last album. You know, like even his street songs were dope. You know, I paid my dues. My, my my respect is my receipt. Like he he's just he's just dope, man. He's not like overly lyrical, but he just he's just that perfect middle ground where he just sounds great. He's relatable. He sounds dope on a beat. Like he sound, he reminds me so much of Nas. And I think that that's a good point. It's not only it overly <laughs> overly lyrical. I think he's clear and concise. And that way, when you hear it, it you can digest it immediately. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I think you know, in in today's world, we need this. We need something like this to help balance out, you know, all of the other stuff that we have. And you know, I didn't think it was that that preachy. I didn't think it was yeah. it was overly overly heavy. If I could sum up this in one word, the whole album is just truth, and 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 that's what he was just giving you. He was giving you real experiences, he, and, and he was being witty with it as well. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. 
I loved it at first. I don't, I don't love it like that anymore. Um, it's not something I will bump in the whip, and it's not something that is in my rotation. A great album with a great message um, that's needed today, and that's what I like most about this album. And and I could play this, you know, over and over again. I think it has a lot of replay replay value for me, just because it's, he's saying a lot of things that that I find of value and a lot of things that, you know, hopefully the young cats that you keep going at do take up and, and listen to it and um, help kind of put some things in perspective, man. We're missing a lot of quality albums in today's hip hop world. So salute to Cormego. Everybody should really go out and buy this and support it, this type of hip hop because um, it's needed. Unlike you, I don't really have a huge, to go back to this album, listen to it. I listen to his old stuff, you know, True Meaning, Realness, um, Testament, you know, I listen to that Cormega. Cormega's a dope MC, don't get me wrong. It just, I don't know, this album just didn't, it didn't do, it didn't do it for me. It just didn't really do it for me. I love the message and everything, I just didn't do it for me. A lot of dudes that are preachy, like, like, like B says, the reason people say they're preachy and they say it in a negative way is because they sound like they're just drilling the idea into you, but they're not doing it well. Like, I feel like he is really doing it well. And he's doing it over a different type of production, so no one can say this is just a boom bap album. No one can say this is just a backpacker album. Like, he just made a solid hip hop album. I can listen to this over and over again. Like, I thought the production was awesome. I thought the rhyming was awesome. Uh, like I said, with the exception of Home, that was the only track I didn't dig. But everything else on here, I thought was great. But uh, shout out to Jerry Graham for sending this over to us to review. We appreciate that. You made a, a, a good choice with this one. Go out and pick this shit up, man. Support, support uh, motherfuckers actually saying some shit with the raps instead of like, he could have easily just jumped on some trap beats trying to, trying to stay current or relevant. He didn't do that. He could have easily wrote an album about strictly his personal issues with Nas and, and The Firm. He could have easily done that. He didn't want to. He already buried that hatchet though. But I'm saying he could be yeah, but look at the last track. He's talking about some of that shit. He could have easily made a whole album talking about, oh, this is what happened, and this is how he moved on. He didn't do that. He wrote an album that he wants people to listen to and learn from. And I can appreciate that. And I think more people need to do this. Not everybody. You know what I'm saying? We don't need everybody. Yeah, we don't need Lil, Lil Dirk and Young Herb and all them other ones doing this. We need nothing against those dudes. I don't even know what the fuck they sound like. It was the way you looked. I'm just saying like we need more rappers that are actually willing to step outside the box and say some shit with your raps and do it well. Like B said, just rap. But what I'm saying is rap well and rap about some shit. That's it. <laughs>